Hello. Welcome to Games Quest. My mission to talk about video games. My name is Matt Bauer, and this is episode two. For my second episode, I wanted to talk about my gaming history, just to know where I'm coming from, at least gaming-wise, and what sort of gamer I am. My earliest video game memory is playing Super Mario Brothers on my neighbor's NES. That must have been during elementary school when I was around eight. Actually, I'm not 100% sure on that. It's all a bit of a blur and I don't know what exactly came first. It could also have been those game and watch handhelds or trickotronic as they were called here in Austria. Uh, the first game I owned was definitely Lifeboat, in which you just steer a boat from left to right and save people jumping from a burning ship. Uh, but my favorite Game Watch titles were those two uh, crystal screen games. There was one called Climber and the other Super Mario Bros. again. But I never owned one of those, just borrowed them from friends at school. However, my fondest memories are definitely playing Super Mario Bros. on the, on the NES. Then the big revelation was when my brother got a PC. He's four years older than me and he had computer class at school. So he kept bugging our parents that he absolutely needed a PC at home as well. So, you know, for school. So we got this 386 with 40 megabytes of hard disk space and we got the RAM upgrade right away. So we had four instead of just one megabyte and also a dot matrix printer. It was running MS-DOS and Windows 3.1. I remember that I just sat beside my brother and just watched him do stuff. So that's the way I learned to use the DOS command line and also program and QBasic. Yeah, and basically that was all still while I was in elementary school. I think after a while I started to do this stuff on my own and before long I was spending way more time on the computer than my brother did. Also, he went to boarding school and the computer stayed back home. So apart from some word processing my parents did, it was all mine to play with. It's hard to remember everything I've played back then, but some of the early games I must have spent hours with were uh, Alley Cat, Ski or Die, California games, Winter games, lots of sports games for some reason. I also love me some Sim games, played a lot of SimCity. I think one of the first cool games that worked in Windows instead of running directly from DOS. And I also remember playing uh, lots and lots of a business sim called Mad TV, in which you have to run a TV channel. I don't think it's actually related to the Mad brand, but the graphics certainly reminded you of the magazine. I think at about the same time I also got my hands on Prince of Persia, uh, the first one. I just recently played that again and I think it's still pretty good. Actually, you can play a lot of those early PC games on the on the Internet Archives MS-DOS games library. I'll post some links in the show notes. It's really great fun. You should check it out. Anyway, I spent a lot of time with that game, puzzling and fighting my way through it. Like Matt TV, I remember really finishing that game. And that was a time before internet walkthroughs or anything. So I think it was a way more tedious process, but still as a kid it was great fun figuring everything out. Actually Mad TV was built on the premise that you have to win the heart of Betty, who works at the channel as well, and you buy her gifts. 
come to think of it, that was not just a stupid storyline. You also just used company money to buy those gifts. But anyway, as with most business sims, the real goal was to get filthy rich. So after I saw the honeymoon sequence and the credits once, I played the game again, ignoring the whole Betty thing because I wanted to buy those satellite feeds, I remember. And apparently they were way more expensive than Betty's love. So what else was there? Doom 2, of course, real-time strategy game that laid the foundation for Common and Conqueror, Warcraft and the likes. It was a great game, unfortunately, I was never really any good at it. I think I never really got beyond the first few levels. Still, I must have played it a lot as I still have the voice from the intro in my ears. Doom, the building of a dynasty. Later I also played Doom, like the first part, which isn't really a predecessor as it was produced nearly at the same time, but by a different studio, for the same publisher or something. Weird story, sort of. And I actually liked that more, probably because it was easier and it was an interesting mix of strategy game and adventure. That actually brings me to one of the big pillars of my gaming career, Monkey Island. That was really a revelation for me. It showed me that a game can have a great and fun story that is told throughout the game. And most importantly, that failure doesn't have to be an integral part of a game. You cannot die in Monkey Island. I only discovered the Sierra point-and-click adventures later, and it came to me as quite a shock that you could die or get stuck in there. So after Monkey Island 1, I also played and loved parts 2 and 3, and I, I just played a lot of the LucasArts games in general, like Sam and Max, Day of the Tentacle, Indiana Jones. Those are probably the games I still get most nostalgic, yeah, th just thinking back about them. And I still love story-driven games. As a movie fan, I also like games that are going for a cinematic experience. From Wing Commander 3 to the Uncharted series, those kinds of games have been among my, my favorites. I've also dabbled in some of the early 3D action, playing Wolfenstein 3D and then later Doom. It was quite an amazing experience. But back then that was all a bit gory for me. Maybe it still is actually. I've only gone back to first-person shooters during university, but again, I liked when they put me in a cinematic action sequence, like the level in Medal of Honor, which was based on the Normandy landing from Saving Pride Ryan. That was great. Otherwise, those shooters were more fun for me playing with friends at LAN parties, or later in, in our office, actually. The ones that stood out to me were Unreal Tournament and Call of Duty 2. I've played those tons with friends, but I never really was any good. But it was still great fun. At least more than, for example, Counter-Strike, where others were just so much better that it never was really any fun for me. Uh, talking about those LAN parties, I also got to know the original Dota All-Stars, the Warcraft 3 mod, which of course inspired the whole MOBA genre and success. However, I never really got into it that much, just... Any multiplayer too was just at those few LAN parties. I did, however, play through Warcraft 3 and the Frozen Throne expansion then. So the PC has stayed with me since the 80s and it shaped my gaming and my career choices. Uh, back in high school, I wanted to become a game developer. I went to the only university that looked like I could make games there. It didn't quite work out that way as there were not that many game companies around in Europe back then. 
But anyway, apart from my very beginnings, I was never a console gamer. At least, I never owned one. After all, we already had the PC at home, so I sometimes did borrow Game Boy to play Tetris and Super Mario Land 1 through 3. Also, I spent a lot of hours after school at the department store to play Sonic on the Genesis station they had there. The Sega Mega Drive, as it was called here. But a few years ago, I've decided to jump onto the console bandwagon and I only had laptops at that time and didn't want to afford a gaming PC anymore. Work just kept me too busy and I didn't keep up with the hardware side that much either. So I also wouldn't really know what to get. And when the PS4 and the Xbox One were announced, I just pre-ordered both. At the time, there was no definitive information out on which console is going to be better. And I figured I would just cancel one of those pre-orders when I know more. Well, that point never came and so now I own both. But I'm pretty happy about it. I listened to a lot of other gaming podcasts and one thing that was a pretty common theme across most of them was that they didn't like that a lot of games got remasters or were simply republished on the new generation. But I was happy about that. I missed a lot of great stuff from the previous generations like Last of Us, Uncharted series or Halo. And those remasters then gave me a chance to actually play those. So what do I play now? Everything really. I still love a good story-driven experience, something like Horizon Zero Dawn, but also smaller and indie games. I fondly remember Ori and the Blind Forest, Firewatch, Valiant Heart. Those are games that kept me going because I wanted to know what happens next. And looking at those examples, I think I'm not too much set on a certain genre. I enjoy big open world games, as long as I'm glued to the story, but I'm not big on collecting useless chunk like shanties and feathers. And on the other side, there are great puzzle games and platformers that I like. Maybe as I'm getting older, I prefer if the games slowly get harder and introduce new mechanics. So think more guacamelee and less super meat boy. On PC, I still only have a laptop. I still like the odd business sim or city building game. Haven't done that so much lately though. It often feels better to get away from the desk and more comfortably just lounge on the couch and play in front of the TV. And also this means that I don't really play many first-person shooters these days. I'm not too great with the gamepad on those and my laptop isn't quite up to the task anyway. So there you have it. Nearly 30 years of personal gaming history. I hope you enjoyed that short trip down memory lane. I'm sure I left out a lot of things, but I hope it gives you a rough idea how your own gaming habits align with mine and in turn that puts my opinion a bit in perspective for you. So let me know if I've brought up any memories about your own gaming history. Did I mention any games that you love to play as well? Let me know via call in on the Anchor app or just tweet at me. I'm Matt2314 on Twitter. My name is Matt Barr. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.